Hey, I am at the Warp Tour today. I'm really excited about the two guys I'm sitting with. Um, amazing band, Kaiser Solzy and Lenny James. Welcome to Utah Radio. Hello, hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Talk to me. What is Warped all about for you? Oh, uh, for me, uh, it's it's a way of life. Okay. You know, it's it's uh, you know getting away from everything, and I guess in a way, and um, being able to experience. It's, it's a uh, I don't know. Punk Rock Summer Camp, as they used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny, what about you? Is it like Summer Camp for you? It was my first uh, concert in 2006. It was my first. I wanted to go to, I've never been to a concert before, but I want to go to Warped. And now to be a part of the last Warped Tour, it feels like a full circle. It, my first time playing Warped Tour, my first real summer tour, six weeks run the whole thing. Oh. So to spend it with James here, too, who is basically like a home for him. Uh, he's showing me the ropes. He's, he's got all these plans. I'm going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I've been here, I've done that. So it, it's a learning, it's fun. I'm excited. You know, it's hard to believe that, that Warped is over, that this is the last year, yeah. but it's great for us to connect with you guys. Um, talk to us about your music. For those that may not be familiar with you guys, just what's the heart of it? It's it's a uh, life, I guess. You know, we have a, it's a very broad spectrum, I guess. Okay. You know, from homelessness to mental health to substances to just day-to-day having a good time with your friends. You know, I try to write about everything. You know, okay. I'm getting a little bit better at writing, you know. Um, I'm kind of a scatterbrain a lot of times, so I'm learning. He's, you know, Lenny's been helping me, and you know, our bass player Jamie and um, Brian are kind of the brains you know, when it comes to writing and getting stuff done. I'm kind of just a wacky front man that just, hey, I know this guy, and I knew this. We'll go do this, All right. you know. So, Lenny, if you could describe your music in a couple phrases, what would it be? I think it's soul punk. Soul if, punk. If there's a soul punk, we are it. I first saw James play acoustic, and he was playing these these power chords and he's singing from soul I was like I, he captures you from the start and he can turn someone on the street just with a few power chords in his voice and me as a drummer when I saw it for the first time I was like I want to put drums to this this needs to be louder people need to hear this and so I did I joined him on the streets playing with my suitcase drum set with some googly nice. eyes on it for about two three years we did that playing outside of festivals on the sidewalk not a part of it getting the people that came out after the show and winning them over and saying, who are these bands? You guys should be inside playing. That is cool. And now to be a part of the final warp tour on the inside, having our own tent, having a spot on the stage instead of playing outside, making our own stage. And actually now, with the corner stages, we actually did make our own stage last year in Buffalo. We got uh, eight bands from Western New York, our hometown in Buffalo, uh, the Warp Tour. We got eight bands to work together to build our own stage, to bring inside Warp Tour. We worked with Kevin nice. Lyman. And just to bring the sense of community with bands to work huh. together. It's not just, you know, go show up, play your set, and leave. Sure. Yeah. We wanted bands that wanted to listen to each other's music and become, you know, be friends and communicate and accomplish goals together. And that's what we did last year. And it actually has now expanded three times. We're doing it in Texas and Florida. We have a Warped Corner stage, which we are the coordinators of. James that is the mastermind very of. very cool. Yeah. Yep. And we got local bands from Texas and Florida working together. And they actually built their own stages. And we're excited to go see them and just meet them all and see how it goes. You said your suit. I got to ask you this. I'm sorry, but I have to. You had your suitcase drum kit. What is in a suitcase drum kit for those that are not familiar? Uh, it's a suitcase that you fit whatever you need inside of it and you carry it around and it turns into your drum kit. <laughs> I went to uh, Salvation Army and I looked for old suitcases, the old plastic ones. Yeah. There's no prices. How much is it? It looks at it. $2. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I went there and then I went to a metal shop and I said, I need a piece of aluminum that I screw bolt on the bottom so I can take, hook my kick pedal up to it. And then I did that. 
I took off the normal beater because it's plastic, it wouldn't sound good, and I put this kind of like hard plastic like stress ball on the end of it. Um, and then I put a snare drum and a hi-hat in there. And nice. I was playing, and then I carried it around, and we set up, and we were a little mobile little crew. We had a guitar and a little kit. Yeah, the hardest part <laughs> is doing that on a New York City subway, though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's that's going to get kind of... Yeah, so no paint cans, no plastic tubs or any of that stuff. No, you had some pretty legit stuff. It was a suitcase yeah. with a snare and a hi-hat. Oh, cool. It all fit in there, and I had brushes because the sticks were too loud for uh, to cover up the, the, the acoustic. acoustic. Yeah, the, you know, we're playing in the city with all the traffic and noises going on. James, you were talking about some of the topics you write about, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we could have some amazing conversations. Yeah, I mean, we could sure. be talking all day long, oh, yeah. but I want to be sensitive to your, oh, your no schedule. Worries. And, no and uh, you had mentioned something just when we were sitting down, uh, casually chatting it before we turned the mic on, mm-hmm. about um, foster care. Yeah. And that's such a huge thing, the homeless thing, the foster care. Mm-hmm. The system is broken. Yeah. I mean, let's just say say it like it is. It's yeah. broken. It needs to be fixed. But you've got a personal angle yeah. on I, foster care. I think, well, because I came out of, uh, my mother died when I was 14. And I was shoved into the foster care system in, in Rochester, New York, Monroe County. And I spent the next four years in 17 different, you know, foster homes Whoa. and group homes. And it was basically, you know... 17 in four years. Yeah. And it was because, you know, there was, oh, uh, well, you know, in Rochester, it was like, okay, I'm in St. Joseph Villa. And that didn't work. Okay, so we're going to move them here. And then I was at a place in Pembroke, New York. And the lady threw plates at us. And then we had to move Whoa. them there. And then ended up in Lockport because I'm half black, half white. And so they figured, oh, we'll put them in a, in a biracial family. There for two months. The dad was awesome. He played piano, taught me Green Day's Baskets case on, on piano. <laughs> cool. And then they got divorced. And oh. we got shoved around. And it was just always just... And my aunt, she goes, you know, this is the reason you love the tour. It's because nobody ever, you know, you just always just boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom. Yeah. Just moving, work, moving, boom, moving. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I just never... And I'm learning through it now. I'm, you know, I'm 35, turning 36 this year. And, like, learning how to navigate life. Mm-hmm. You know, after like developing uh, these, these different not so good life skills. Okay. You know, I got sure. into substances and foster care. You know, and it was like they really didn't. There was no. There's no safety net. Huh. You know, and then in our country, you know, most most cities and states in each turn eighteen, they're no longer responsible for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the same time, what do you do? You're 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 uh, you don't. You know, I never went to a prom. Oh. You know, I never oh. experienced those certain things. So you lost part of your childhood in a sense. I mean, yeah. growing up as a as a high school student. Yeah. You know. And I've never really finished. I, I didn't finish high school. Okay. You know, I'm in the process of trying to get my GED. Good. Uh, cool. Horrible at math. That's my stutter <laughs> step. But you know, not my uh, strong thing either. Yeah. But it's like you know they didn't. But it was you know for me it's like even like I, I don't really care for hospitals that much okay. because you know in foster homes and group homes they're very generic yeah. settings. And they kind of remind you of those places, you know. Yeah. So for me, I just, yeah. you get, uh, it's almost like, you know, if you hear people going to jail and they come out of jail prison and they're institutionalized, I kind of got institutionalized. Yeah. You know, and having to navigate that is a hard, hard thing. And there's nobody on the other end to go, hey, this is how you, this is how you, you clean your apartment. This is how you go grocery shopping. This is how you make just a grocery. Just basic order. life stuff. Yeah. Just, yeah. just. There's no real, there's you no know, routine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, there, and if, there, you know, there's no, there, there, there was discipline. But then you also do in the foster care system. It's it's a melting pot. Okay. Children from all different walks of life. Yeah. And all yeah. different issues. And that's the hard part. You're having kids that you know mothers were you know addicted to cocaine or you know um, homeless parents. Sure. And, you know so now sure. you have all these different walks of life and this you're already 
out of your brain because of your life, you know, your, sure. your parents' lifestyle, yeah. or wherever you came from, and now you're put in a melting pot with people with all these other different things, yeah. you know. And it was it's, it was just such a it was like worse than high school, hmm. you know, yeah. because now you're and, and then the hard part was when you're in a, when I went, was in high school at one point, being in a foster home or a group home and going to high school and explaining to the kids. Yeah. No family. And yeah, all and that explaining, stuff. oh, I have to go back to my group home. Uh, you know, uh, I did. I'll tell you, the hardest I ever worked at a regular job was uh, when I was in uh, one of the group homes, St. Saint, uh, Saint Joseph's group home, um, Stonewood's group home. I worked at Old Country Buffet and I worked at Movie Theater. Huh. And I busted my work like, like every hour I could for the simple fact that I didn't want to go back. And that, you know, and that would give Whoa. me an excuse to Whoa. not because I'd get that pass. You don't have sure. to show up till sure. 11, 12 at night because you're closing at Old Country Buffet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, is that the best thing sometimes? I don't know. I mean, I ended up running away at one point to New York City trying to meet Howard Stern. <laughs> Didn't know Good what the heck I was doing. I ended up in, in New York City, this, this little kid, you know, got robbed, you know, the second day. Uh, my first experience of homelessness, technically, because oh. I slept in Port Authority. And I didn't know it was homelessness. Sure. And even to this day, I look back on some of my experiences and go, wow, I was, I was homeless. You know? You have got all these life experiences powerful things for music, for songs, songwriting. Okay, I mean, I would have never known this about you had you not told me. Okay, you know, I mean, it's, it's not written all over you and the way you function and, and come come fast forward to today. I mean, it seems like you're doing well. It, yeah. What how what part has music played in this for you and, and how did you get to where you are today? Uh, music saved my life actually. You know, okay. I, I started, you know, now we're playing. Uh, when I started out doing a warp tour I was just behind the scenes. Okay. You know, but I remember my first I wanted to play guitar. But I started actually funny thing is uh, I played my first instrument was drums. I was uh, in St. Louis Villa and on the campus there, and Reverend Valerie at the church had a drum set. And so that was another way for me to get out of, of the cottage, is I could go play drums. And it kind of came full circle from now, is like I was working with all these different bands, trying to find my way. You know? And then, uh, then I, I was working with Slick Shoes. And the funny thing is, when I got the, the job with Slick Shoes, I moved out here you know, on a whim after the war tour staying with a lady friend and then um, saw that Slick Shoes guys lived in Palmdale hmm. and I was staying with this friend in, in Lancaster okay. so I saw they needed a lead guitar player All right. so my my bud said okay I'm going to try and try out for Slick Shoes and uh didn't go well, <laughs> but their manager, Lance, burn, huh? yeah, their manager Lance saw that I had a history on the war tour, and he's sure. like, "Oh, the six shoes guys are going on the war tour. Would you want to help out?" So I ended up doing that, and then uh, through that, it kind of got me a little bit more of, "I want to play music. I want to play music." Fast forward, you know, uh, I ended up back home in Rochester, homeless again, you know, on the streets and uh, jotting around, jotting around. But I still had this idea of busking, so I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna this. I gotta eat." I can play guitar on the streets and then I can at least get 10 bucks you know and that's that started you know when we have a song called Pirate Song which talks about playing on Easton Alexander and Rochester you know and, Whoa. Um, Whoa. so that kind of busking became a thing fast forward fast forward I end up running into this guy a mutual friend of ours and uh, he can tell you that part yeah, yeah. Lenny what happened uh, my girlfriend at the time she's my Facebook friends that I've never met needs a ride home back from Rochester you want to take him let's take him pick him up so we brought him back to Rochester, and the whole time he's telling these stories of all these bands that I've grown up liking, and he's like, yeah, I know them, I know them, I've done this, I've done that. I'm like, 
who are you? Yeah. And he's still it's just such a mysterious figure. And then I watched him play music when we got back, and I loved it. It was captured me, and I said that as a drummer, I wanted to put drums behind it. I wanted to make nice. it louder. I wanted to be a part of it. And we did it for about three years now. I, just, I joined him on the streets. He literally he captured me. So now, three years later, the magic number, we're on the Warped Tour. All right, for people that are listening, okay, let's start with somebody who is homeless or in the foster care system. What do you guys recommend? What do they do? How do they survive? Where do they... Okay, music is a big... is a, something that is hugely influential in our lives. It's, it's powerful. But practically speaking, what, what do you say to somebody right now? A foster care, homeless... Connect with people. All right. Connect with the right people. Okay. But always be cautious, you know, because people are people. You know, okay. we all have our own different, you know, ins and outs. Um, like me and Lenny, our relationship, it's been a, a, an ongoing uphill thing. You know, we've had our downhill... He's going to kill me, I think, a couple of times. <laughs> you know, oh, but he's given you know through him. Like I've been able to go over a lot of demons and stuff like that. Okay. Just having having somebody that you can call on. All right. That Good. Doesn't Good. judge you. All right. And you know, um, finding you know, I would say find some local resources. Okay. Some of them you have to be very careful of. You know, sure. there's there's a lot of good stuff out there though. You know, there's a lot of good people out there. Um, not so much in the institutionalized side. You can find just random friends. Just outside. you know, you look at some of the some of the best bands in this in in, in the punk rock world. Hmm. You know, uh, Rancid. Yeah. Like what Tim Armstrong went through, you know? Yeah. And it's trials and tribulations of that and, and how a band of, of just, you know, guys who just had a lot of different things going on, you know? Um, you know, we look at, like, your, your Johnny Hobos, you know, okay. and Patrick sure. Bunny, you know? Um, or, you know, dealing with the mental health side, you know, Daniel Johnson. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, finding finding um, the right outlet. Okay. You know? But also not, not giving up. I think okay. a lot of people just get down and out, and that's where music comes in. It's putting on that that song, yeah, putting yeah. on that song because the songs, you know, they, they really can change a person's mindset. From a, you know, totally. I, I've I've learned that, you know, um, now thinking back, reflecting on it, you know, times when I've been just just done, just yeah. done, you know, and putting on that favorite song and just losing it. Just yep. losing it yep. in the song. I'm with just, you. I'm with you. I've done the same thing, Lenny. From a, a different side of things. Somebody listening today that hasn't experienced the foster care, hasn't experienced the homeless thing, but has a friend or connects with somebody like you have with James, what do you say? A big thing for us at Utah is is go mad. Go make a difference. So how could somebody listening today that, that isn't in the system like that but connects with somebody like James, what do you do? I, I believed in him. I mean, there's, okay. a, there's a lot of people that would find reason to give up or not waste their time or not see a benefit immediately from that or like I want what do I get out of it kind of thing okay but for me it was if you bring it back to the music that's why we met was the music and I was like there's something more here it gave I saw something that was powerful and not even just if someone doesn't even someone doesn't play music there's something there's always something someone's good at something everybody's sure. good at something sure and absolutely just to, you can ask you can find out what, yeah. do you, what do you like to do not what do you, what do you do what do you like to do what makes you happy key, if key. it's not, not and people ask oh, what do you do what do you do for work what do you do for job and that's like yeah. supposed to define you no what do you like to do and yeah. then find that from there keep talking exploring and then you, you, there's a little spark inside everybody and you blow that spark you like mix into a big fire and yep. once it's the, the dominoes start falling Snowball gets bigger. It's a force that can't be stopped, and I think that is the stage where we're at now. And like that's what 
I never saw any of this coming when I started. It's, huh. not, it's not like I saw this like, oh, we're going to be Warped Tour in three years. Yeah, yeah. That was not it. It was like, oh, let's just let's do this. Let's, let's just let's do, do this, you know? And I think that's what people, they just are very, they're looking forward. They've got a plan. They've got a plan for college. They've got a plan for their job. Or there's something looking very, very far forward in the future. And I think if you look a little, take a little step back, look closer, you know? Look, just, yeah. just what's going on for that day, the end of the day, you know? End of the week. Live hey, for the let's, moment. Let's do this yeah. here. And then, you know, and if, you, and if you believe, and, and that's it, not giving up. Yeah. Not giving up because. There are plenty of times where you could just call it, and we yep. can deal with people that just, you know, give up. And I can say that from my, my one instance, uh, it's just been a really kind of hard instance, but, uh, you know, especially my, my connection with Kevin Lyman, uh, there was an instance when I called Kevin on top of a rooftop, you know, and uh, so having that, and he talked me down. You know. Wow. Yeah. Kevin's an awesome guy. Yeah. He really is. This is huge stuff, you guys. I mean, not giving up, connecting with people, believing in people. To have somebody believe in you and and Lenny, I like what you're saying. What do you like to do? That's huge. Hey, this has been great. I hope we can have you guys back love on Utah to. And, and, and be able to stay in contact with you. Oh, uh, social media, how do our listeners reach out to you guys? How do they find you? We have a website, kaisersolze.com. It's K-A-I-S-E-R-S-O-L-Z-I-E. Kaiser Solze. And uh, all of our information is on there. The story is on there. The music's on there. Yeah. There's links to everything, you know, okay. with the Facebooks, yeah. all, all that stuff. But then that's what the music's about. All those stories, that's what the music is, and that's why it's powerful. That's why when we played in the streets, oh, we could, we could, people would stop, people would look, because it's, it's more than just people getting together and like, oh, let's, let's write a song. It's, yeah. it's life. You talk radio.